The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. Preaching is not a spectator sport. I mean by that, when you, when you go to hear someone teach and preach the Word of God, you're supposed to be a participant in that process, not just an observer, not a, not a casual spectator on the sidelines. Far too often we come into a meeting and uh, we, we look at the man on the platform and we're hearing his words, but we're missing God and we're missing what the Lord is trying to say to us in that particular time. We've come to a fascinating verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 20 where the Bible says, Despise not prophesying. Now the previous verse says, Quench not the Spirit. So we've talked about our attentiveness to the Spirit. Now we're talking about our attitude towards preaching. And I want to tell you, those two things are connected. It's not your attitude towards the pastor, the evangelist, the missionary, the Bible teacher. No, it is your attitude towards the Word. Listen to the verse, despise not prophesying. Do you know that the word despise is a heart word? That's literally a word for hatred, uh, to reject something. No, instead of despising the Word of God, we should love it. Uh, you should have a, a real hunger and thirst for God's truth. Someone asked me recently, uh, what is one of the things that concerns you about people coming to special meetings? And one of the things that concerns me is this, a lack of expectancy. Far too often we come into meetings where we're going to hear the Word of God brought to us and we're going to study the Scriptures, but no one's really expecting God to show up. And no one's really expecting the Lord to speak, only the preacher to speak. And I, I believe this with all of my heart. If we came with expectancy, really believing God was going to speak to us, I believe then God would speak in power and we would see the Lord work in a mighty way. Do you remember in the early days of your Christianity? How excited you were to get to church. You went early. You carried your Bible. You couldn't wait to, to learn and to study. It was all fresh and it was all new. If you're not careful, you lose the wonder of it all. You get over it. And you get to the place where you become a professional Christian. You know much more than you used to know, but you've lost the hunger and thirst after righteousness. Notice the two negative commands here. Quench not the Spirit, despise not prophesying. Two knots. There's only two knots in this, this list that God gives. I believe in the thou shalt nots as surely as the thou shalts. I believe in the, the negative commands as well as the positive because even the negative commands are for a positive reason. God's trying to keep us from something. But He connects these two. Quench not the Spirit and despise not prophesying. They're coupled together, the Spirit and the Scripture. Your attitude towards the Word of God is really your attitude towards the God of the Word. And so I wonder today, what is your attitude towards the preaching and teaching of Scripture? Some time ago, I was speaking in a church. We were beginning a, a series of special meetings. And we began by just talking about how do you make the most of any meeting? I gave the church a list of some practical things. Let me just pass them along to you today. Perhaps they'll help you as you come to meet with God and with God's people and to study the Word of God. 
I said to them, first of all, prepare your heart before you get there. Don't wait for the preacher to get you ready to hear. Don't even wait for the song service to prepare your heart. No, pray. Pray for yourself and for the preacher and for souls. Come early. Uh, quiet your heart and lay aside distractions even before you walk through the door. But you get ready. Get in a place where God can speak to you. And then number two, get out of your group and speak to others. I think sometimes even when we come to meetings where the Word of God is going to be given, we, we tend to even come to that selfishly. Uh, we're to exhort one another, Hebrews 10.25 says. Uh, the only minister is not the man standing behind the pulpit. We're all to minister to one another. So greet one another. Speak a word of encouragement. And then number three, participate in every part of the meeting. You'll get more out of the preaching if you'll get involved in the meeting before the preaching starts. Sing, give, pray, seek the Lord. Uh, get off the bench and get in the game. And then number four, go to be a blessing, not just to get one. Uh, God may use your testimony, a uh, kind word, sharing something God taught you that week uh, with a, a group in a Bible study. All of those things are means by which we are contributing to the health and growth of the body. And then, number five, pray throughout the meeting for yourself and others. All through the meeting, not just when they have public prayer. You can be praying without ceasing, communing with God, interceding for souls. Uh, when the preacher is preaching or the teacher is teaching, pray for them. Did you know you'll get more out of their preaching and teaching if you're praying? Because you're meeting them on a spiritual level. I'm afraid far too often we even listen with prejudice. Perhaps someone's style is not your favorite or their, their speaking ability is not the greatest or you're distracted by something about the messenger. Get beyond the messenger to the message. And one great way to do that is to pray. You don't just want to hear the voice of the preacher. You want to hear the Word of God. Then, number six, uh, follow along in the Word of God. Bring your own copy of the Scripture and follow along. And I would recommend you go a step further and write down things God's speaking to you about. Things that you want to remember and repeat. Things that later you can go back and meditate on. Things you can share with other people. And so mark things in your copy of the Scripture or bring a journal along and take good notes. And then, number seven, respond as God speaks to you. Follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Remember, quenching not the Spirit and despising not prophesying are connected. The Holy Spirit speaks through the Word. He is the Spirit of truth. He's going to use the Bible. And so you should listen expectantly, believing God's going to speak to you and respond. Uh, say amen. That's a good way to respond. And don't be ashamed to come and kneel and pray in a meeting. Uh, certainly, the response should go beyond the meeting, but it should begin in the meeting. And then, refuse to be critical. Avoid empty chatter. Uh, don't, don't major on negatives. Don't speak against God's servant or God's people. That grieves the Holy Spirit of God. Gossip and griping never honor God. Don't expect the Holy Spirit to work in power where people are speaking against the Lord's servant and the Lord's people. Read Ephesians 4. Nothing grieves the Holy Spirit like the words that come out of our mouth and a wrong spirit. So refuse that. And then, number nine, talk with others about what the Lord did in your heart. Speak a good word to other people. Uh, you may share with the, the person who preached or who taught. God used you. God used His Word to speak to me. That's a great encouragement. Uh, share with a friend what God did in your heart. Share with your family around the dinner table. In the cars, you leave the meeting. Talk about what God did in you through the Word of God. Uh, then, number 10, minister gratitude to those who minister God's Word to you. Uh, be an encourager. Express appreciation. 
I'm telling you, if you come with the right attitude to hear the Word of God, it will help you to despise not prophesying. It all begins with being right with God ourselves, coming into the presence of the Lord, getting our eyes off of everybody else and on the Lord, an attitude of real worship and desiring to hear from heaven. Do you really want to hear from heaven? This attitude that is wrapped up in this verse of despise not prophesying should extend not only to the, the public meetings, certainly to the meetings of the church where the Bible is preached and taught, but actually every time you come to the Scriptures, you should come expectant. In your own devotional time, come ready to receive what God has for you. I remember years ago reading an article, and the title of the article was The Great Hearers of George Whitfield." Everybody knows George Whitfield was a great preacher, the preacher of the Great Awakening. And yet the point of the article was that people came expectantly believing they weren't just going to hear Whitfield, they were going to get a glimpse of the Lord and hear from heaven. I think in our day, it's not greater preachers that we need, it's greater hearers. And maybe if we had greater hearers, we'd see greater preaching, hear greater preaching, and get more out of the preaching that's already being done. I want to challenge you today to apply this practical point to your own life. Despise not prophesying. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.